Hello everyone, happy Friday. I'm Ryan Meal, and welcome to Unmuted Generations, the podcast centered around expanding our horizons and knowledge of the world to cultivate a happy and healthy lifestyle. If this is your first time tuning in, first of all, thank you for joining me. Every Friday, I release an episode addressing a question related to our society and really the general aspects of life we don't always pay attention to in detail. Ultimately, the goal of these short episodes is the question, is there a better improvement we can make to our world along the way? You can check out the other topics I've addressed that are available using the link in the description below. And if you happen to already tune into this podcast before, thanks for tuning in again. I appreciate the support. This episode, we're addressing the following question. Should the topic of nutrition be a mandatory requirement within our education system? For starters, I've always been interested in nutrition. Several members of my family and friends are health advocates, and I'm a big believer that the body's like a temple. Health should be defined as a complete state of harmony between the physical, mental, and spirit. And when I posed this question to my LinkedIn network, 95% of the individuals who voted within the poll said, yeah, it should be taught. With one of my peers, Thea Niels, sharing, it absolutely should be better taught in schools. In a country where many students live in food deserts, along with skyrocketing medical costs, educating students early in life about nutrition is 100% crucial. I'd put it up there with taxes, buying a house, and investing classes that we don't teach primary school students, but definitely should. And let's be honest, since the year 2000, we haven't been as healthy as a society. Our obesity rate here in America has risen from 30% to 42% in the last 20 years. According to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, only one in three children are physically active every day, and less than 5% of adults participate in 30 minutes of physical activity to keep our cardiovascular health up to normal standards. More than 80% of adults do not meet the guidelines for aerobic and muscle strengthening activities, and children now spend more than seven and a half hours in front of a screen. Keep that in mind, seven and a half hours in front of a TV screen or a phone device screen or a tablet screen is literally close to a third of the day. On top of that, typical American diets generally exceed the recommended intake levels and calories from four different categories, from solid fats and added sugars, sodium, refined grains, and saturated fats. More often than not, we don't eat enough veggies, fruits, and whole grains, and tend to rely on health trends like the keto diet and acai bowls to feel healthy, but not necessarily be healthy. Recent reports project that by 2030, 115 million adults, or approximately half of the US population will be obese. Being unhealthy isn't fun. I can tell you that from personal experience, it leads to a cloudy mind, an increased risk of heart disease, diabetes, cancer, and many others, just to name a few with a weakened immune system. Now I'm not here to lecture you on dieting and nutrition and fitness tips. I'm not a nutritionist. I rely on websites and other people for that type of information. I'm also not saying we're all going to die because we're gluttons and we've gone too far to fix bad habits. I simply believe our society doesn't do enough justice in teaching us about nutrition and healthy living unique to our own bodies and genetics. Sure, there are resources available online about nutrition, but we're often imperfect as human beings and don't tend to look for it until it's too late or unless we want to make a drastic change to our body. The excuse of putting a label that tells us how many calories there are on a sandwich doesn't do enough justice either. Since the beginning of time, even as hunter-gatherers, we have all had the desire to be healthy physically. It's evolution, naturally survival of the fittest, and somewhere along the way we just de-emphasized the topic and prioritized other things. And here's the reason why, when you break it down from a historical perspective. 
Back thousands of years ago, when education and all the technological innovations we have today didn't really exist, we followed a more nomadic lifestyle. Our main priority was to find food, and as a result we had to use the resources around us available. We made spears and nets and went on long, active journeys to hunt, fish, and gather wild plants and berries, and then we found shelter and did it all over again. That was the way of life, and if you're curious about what I'm referring to, watch a movie like The Crudes, and you'll definitely see what I mean in the first 10 minutes. Then we decided that all this hunter-gatherer work, it's kind of tough. Wouldn't it just be smarter if we settled down somewhere? I don't know, like Mesopotamia where the Euphrates and Tigris rivers intersect and the soil makes it really easy to grow food? And that's exactly what we did. And over time we innovated, found more ways to hunt, found more ways to store food by salting it when we traveled on long journeys, let's say to America, discovered refrigeration, developed preservatives, and now in countries like America, hunger is the least of our worries. To give you an example, we're so fortunate that we could sell a hot dog at Costco for $1.50. We literally sold $158 million in 2015. But even more than that piece of meat between a bun, our food production capabilities are so advanced and off the chart that we could help countries that struggle with malnourishment and are working towards ending global hunger because we simply can due to our technological innovations like GMOs, preservatives, and our food growing methods. If I'm not mistaken, the majority of us get food by paying money for it. Even if you're growing your own crops and working sustainably, you're still paying for the seeds or maintenance. To make money, you have to work a job, and to work a job, you have to get an education. Let me break it down a little further. As time went on and we progressed from hunter-gatherers to having actual civilizations we live in, food became less of a priority because it became easier to grow and store a supply of it. So much so that we were able to commercialize the idea of simply having food in our pantry. We changed our priorities when we developed currency, and decided that instead of having the sole priority to gather food and find shelter, we should focus on learning different skills like mathematics, science, business, and many others to get a job. Then we could work a set amount of hours with that job, make some money, and really obtain as much food as we want. And therein lies the problem that due to the changing of priorities and the ease of creating a supply of food, that we've completely de-emphasized food in general and the science behind it, aka nutrition, within the education system. We're more focused on obtaining it as opposed to the outcome and what happens when we do obtain it. And what I mean by that is I can make the argument that nutrition is more important than any topic that is taught at school because food is essentially fuel for the body and physical education maintains it. And if we're loading unhealthy food into our body starting early and ignoring vitamins and supplements and different things we should be taking, there could be severe repercussions for the future, which I mentioned earlier in relation to obesity, heart disease, and different growth cycles that are messed up. By learning at a young developmental stage what is good versus what is bad, it could help us grow to live long, prosperous lives with a productive and happy mind. We could form habits on living a healthy lifestyle naturally as opposed to trying to overcorrect later on in life. We could have a well-balanced diet specific to our body type, whether we have a leaner or bigger frame, and learn if we naturally need to take in more proteins or veggies or if we have certain deficiencies we need to be aware of based on our genetics. We could learn what vitamins we should be taking daily, regardless of whether we're in a pandemic or not, to strengthen our immune system and fight off deadly diseases. As you can see, I'm a big believer that nutrition should be added to our education system. And I'll end on this thought. Males tend to show the first physical changes of puberty between the ages of 10 and 16, and have a growth spurt between ages 12 and 15, 
while females start to have their own physical changes between the ages of 8 and 13, while having a growth spurt between 10 and 14. The brain doesn't reach full maturity until 25. So if you had to take a mandatory class and I were to present you to take a class like calculus, which you may never use, or learn about a food you're ingesting to support your growth, both literally and metaphorically, and make sure your health and growth pattern is on the right track, what would you choose? On that note, thanks for tuning into this episode of Hello Friday. I know it was kind of an interesting one, and before going into this weekend or the rest of your day and possibly expanding your knowledge on nutrition after this episode, I'd appreciate if you could help me out by leaving a rating or review. Not only does it give me feedback on how I'm doing, but it helps spread the word and ultimately supports the podcast, so a really, really, really huge thanks in advance. On the other hand, if you got some extra time, just want to listen to podcasts and questioning different areas of the world, feel free to check out my other episodes at unmutedgenerations.com and subscribe to this podcast with your selected audio app. I'll see you guys later. Enjoy the rest of your day and weekend.